Hey everyone, welcome back to Arts Across NC, a podcast by and about the North Carolina Arts Council. I'm your host, Sandra Davidson. I know it's been a minute since you last heard from us, and I'm excited to be back today because we have a couple of shows queued up for this season that tell the story of a program that's really near and dear to our hearts and to the hearts of many people across the state of North Carolina. It's the story of our traditional arts programs for students, which we call TAPS. This is an intergenerational story. This is a story about community and pride and place. And for us, it's a story about the role that we play in helping North Carolinians use their artistic traditions to thrive as individuals and as communities. It's a story that somewhat begins with a man named Arvel Scott. I was always uh, had a mind for traditional. I wanted to farm. I grew up with a, a farming with a neighbor who taught by showing, making fence posts, uh, traditionally uh, planting and growing and making molasses and a lot of those things. He really appealed to me. So my dream was to farm. Well, music just falls right into that. It's not surprising that Arvel Scott took an interest in old-time music. He's from Surrey County. Located in the northwestern part of the state, in an area that's part Piedmont and part mountain, Surrey County has been a nucleus of traditional string band music for over a century. Arvel's love affair with the traditional music of Western North Carolina began a bit later in life, when he took an interest in learning how to play it as an adult. As his love for the music and the culture around it deepened, he started noticing exactly how and who was passing this music on, and he was becoming concerned. I was kind of offended by uh, individuals coming into the area on, on grants that were attempting to show us how to play our music. There was a, a couple of individuals from New England who had come and, and got very interested in the music, as I remember, from, and learned from Tommy Gerald in the Surrey County area. And then they uh, lived basically off of grants playing music here. And I, I thought, that's just not the way it's done traditionally. Music tradition is that you, particularly in this area, the way I under, had, had come about playing music, is that you learn from the people who are here. Around that time, we, the North Carolina Arts Council, were holding a series of meetings in the western part of North Carolina about the status of traditional music in the mountains. Arvel went to one of those, and he made his voice heard. What I said at that, at that meeting was that uh, it would be better to be taught by someone who, here, who is here, who knows the culture, who is the culture, rather than bringing in, paying people to come in and teach us what they interpret what we do in our tradition is. Arvel's concerns did not fall on deaf ears. Wayne Martin, our current director, was at that same meeting, and he got the message. That was such a powerful statement that when I got back home, I thought about it a long time and realized that at the Arts Council, we needed to do something to support this kind of effort where um, local musicians would would not only teach songs and tunes, but they would teach the the culture 
And that was really how the TAPS program originated. So the idea of of TAPS um, really is not only teaching technique um, and repertory, uh, but it's trying to pass along knowledge and context uh, and really love and community bonds that have extended over generations. That was over 20 years ago. Today, TAP supports traditional arts education by funding after-school programs in 21 counties across North Carolina. And each of them are different. Some are run by local arts councils, others are run by community programs, and others are run by the local schools. Many TAPS programs teaching traditional music in the mountains are part of a bigger network called Junior Appalachian Musicians, or JAM. A couple of months ago, I visited the Ashe County JAM program, which is a TAPS program, and I met a woman named Madison Shepard who says the JAM program there changed her life. Here's Madison. So I started clogging when I was three, and we lived in a town in Ashe County called Glendale Springs. And within walking distance from our house was the what used to be the Mount Music Jamboree. My dad would take me down there every single Saturday night to listen to the bands. And they had a dance floor that was two-thirds the size of the building. And he would just take me out there and dance because at the time my dad was also taking clogging. So we did it together. Obviously the kind of music they had out there was bluegrass and old-time music. So I just really took to it. But one particular time... We went and saw Rhonda Vincent and The Rage at a concert in Sparta, North Carolina. And during the intermission, the jam program from Allegheny at the time performed. And there was a guy, um, I can't remember his name, but he was playing banjo. And I knew that's what I wanted to do. And I looked at my dad and I said, I'm going to do that one day. And he said, well, if you practice, you can do it. Madison started taking claw hammer banjo lessons in the jam program as a fourth grader. By the eighth grade, she was teaching lessons in the program. Good. Okay. Does anybody have any questions about those? Good. So what do you need to have those memorized and learned about? Monday. Good. Every time I play somewhere, I get the opportunity to talk about jam because that's my story. That's how I got started. Usually it's my grandpa gave me his fiddle or my grandma flat-footed in the kitchen. And that just, there's nobody in my family plays music, like not a soul. So my story is a lot different, so it's nice to put the word out there and share my story. TAPS empowers young musicians like Madison to discover a sense of self and a sense of place. Today, there are 21 counties with TAPS programs across North Carolina, and they touch on traditions beyond music, like the arts and crafts of the Holowasaponi tribe and the famous pottery traditions of Seagrove, North Carolina. The ongoing funding and guidance our TAPS program provides local organizations supports their efforts teaching youth in their communities that local knowledge and local artistic traditions matter. A perfect realization of Arvel Scott's dream. There is a perception that something made, you know, and imported is better. Frankly, the mountain culture says, I don't give a damn. We can home make this just as good or better. That's our show today. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to learn more about the TAPS program, visit ncarts.org and give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at NC Arts Council. 
This episode featured music from the Camp Creek Boys of Surrey County and from Madison Shepherd. I'll be back soon with another show. Thank you.